Hello and welcome. Wherever you are in the world today, thank you for joining us for the Rise Traveler, unpacking conversations of sustainable travel. We are here to talk to eco-minded and socially conscious travelers, diversity and inclusion specialists, wildlife conservationists, environmental activists, and anyone using travel as a way to uplift and inspire. Together, we will go a step beyond the Instagram-ready world of travel and take a look at how travel can be a source of growth and development for all people in all communities. This podcast is an extension of the Rise Travel Institute, a 501c3 nonprofit committed to empowering young travelers through educational programs, research, study tours, and scholarships. Visit risetravelinstitute.org to learn more. And now, here's your host, Amy Hager. Hello, 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 wherever you are in the world today. Thank you for joining us on the Rise Traveler, unpacking conversations of sustainable travel. We're here to really talk about how travel can be uplifting and inspiring and going a step beyond that Instagram-ready world of travel and really take a look at how travel can be a source of growth and development for all people in all communities. And here at the Rice Travel Institute, we are committed to empowering travelers through education programs, research, study tours, and scholarships. So learn more by visiting risetravelinstitute.org. I'm your host, Amy Hager. Welcome. And today I am really excited to have Tracy Ford visiting from Washington State. And we're going to dive in a little bit more, but Tracy actually is an alumni of our program. And so we're going to talk about her experience there, but she also has this really, really awesome business that I want to talk about as well. So Tracy, thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. It's been um, a real pleasure to chat with you and I'm looking forward to our talk today. Yeah. So go ahead, share. I think what is really interesting is like your background and, you know, we were just talking about being employee versus entrepreneur and things along those lines. So take us through a little bit about your background, because I think it's very unique and a different story than what we've told before. Yeah, sure. So um, I was a government employee. I worked for the military for my entire career. Basically, I was always coordinating meetings and events and conferences and my last little stint before I started my venture was as a protocol officer for the military. So protocol officers generally help coordinate meetings and events and keeping in mind the cultural considerations that two different people may have. So if you have an American visiting with a Japanese or you know Korean visiting with an American, how do you manage those cultural differences and bridge those divides so that the substance of the meeting can become the focus and not the maybe the cultural sensitivities that that may get a little a bit in the way. So um, it's been a really great career. I've enjoyed it, but I've decided to switch into entrepreneurship and, and here we are now. So it's it's quite a change. Well, and so talk to me a little bit about your business. It's called Local Insights, correct? It is. It's called Local Insights. And it really became a vision of mine in the last two or three years. My mm-hmm. husband's in the military and we moved overseas. And because of the working situation and, and visas and such, I decided to go back to school and get my master's degree. And mm-hmm. part of that was um, it's a master's in social entrepreneurship through Pepperdine University. And it's a really great program. It's sort of like a business program that helps create businesses that do social good. And part of that program, I focused on tourism and how do I create a tourism entity or product or business that helps do social good along the way. I love to travel. I love to be in new places, but how do I spend my money in a way that's really effective and helpful to the places that I'm going? So I created Local Insights, which 
it's supposed to help connect travelers with locals in a way that is deeper than a guidebook. It's not, it's not a tour guide and it's not a tour and you're not doing just like, you know, the standard guidebook kind of things, but being able to sit down and have a conversation with somebody about things that you don't necessarily can find in a guidebook or find online, or, you know, you see the Instagram post, but there's something behind there, right? There's something else that's going on. and, And how do you get that that back in that deeper story and connect with somebody on a more personal level. And so then why is actual connecting local, everyday, normal people, I guess, is what I'm going to call them, right? And travelers, why is this so important? Well, I think as travelers, you go places and you really get a good superficial view of a new location. And whether that's you know, the next town over from where you are, or it's a completely different country or a completely different culture, you're really just seeing, you know, the top 1% of an environment. And when you can talk to people that live there, you really get a much better understanding of the world. And I think when you do that, you become friends, Uh, the world becomes a little bit smaller place, you understand what life is like in different places, you can understand cultures, um, and, and make connections. And I think, once you've made those connections and you've come to appreciate a new place, you may work a little harder to preserve it. You may work a little harder to protect that environment or protect that people. Or when you see a, a, a news story and some conflict happening somewhere, you're, you, you think, hey, I've been there. I know people that live there. And how can I help in a way that is sustainable and helpful using my tourism dollars? And so how has knowing someone locally really helps you? Because I know you've moved a lot and traveled a lot within your military um, family career. How has it actually impacted your life? Yeah. So the we, we moved to the Washington area from the Middle East and you know, that's a culture shock for an American, no matter what way you slice it. And I really just wanted to get a better feel for the culture and and being able to sit down and have sort of a conversation with the girlfriend. You know, why are you wearing a head covering? What is it like to go to a mosque? I didn't grow up in an area that had any Muslims. And so being in like immersed into this place and not knowing how to operate myself, you know, what, what do I wear? What do I say? What do I do? And so finding some of these people that I could actually have a genuine conversation with really helped me to assimilate and be more respectful of the place. So had I, had I not made those like personal connections with people. And so then making those personal connections. And I think one thing too, is it, it's not just at random posting online saying, hey, I'm going to Bahrain or hey, I'm going to Bremerton, Washington. It is, there's some deliberates behind it, right? And you want to also make sure that you're connecting people from underutilized individuals. And so why is, why is that important? Well, Again, I mean, it goes back to tourism dollars, right? How much money you have to spend when you go on vacation. And if you can go to a place and support a local economy or a group of people from an overlooked community or or marginalized community, you know, say there's a group of senior citizens and, you know, you're, you're traveling with your partner and you have this interest in, 
I don't know, 18th century architecture and you can meet, you know, a, a retired architecture professor when you're in, you know, this piazza in this little town in Rome, what better way to learn about this place? You know, so now you've learned something, you've spent your tourism dollars in a way that is sustainable for the people that are there. And the locals then earn a little bit of money. You know, senior citizens are historically um, lonely. They get a little um, isolated as they, as they retire and come out of the workforce. So all of a sudden now they're having this social life. They can meet with people for coffee once a week, twice a week, whatever their schedule allows. Um, or maybe it's a, you know, a different kind of marginalized community that, that is overlooked or needs, you know, a little bit more flexible schedule. And um, maybe you're a family traveling with, with kids and you want to meet with, you know, the local soccer football group that's where you're going and you want to have a play date with another family that's there. I think that's a really great way to experience a culture that's that's deeper. And I think one thing too at RISE, like this really parallels with our beliefs is having that deep immersive experience, looking at it through the lens of impacting positively on the place that you're visiting and the people that you're visiting with and honoring the lifestyle of, of those citizens and of the culture. And so knowing that we have a lot of the same parallels and missions, I'm curious, you know, why, why did you take the RISE flagship certificate program? Well, part of my master's program was my focus in tourism. And I knew that I was a tourist and I knew how to be your traditional tourist, but I didn't know how to be a good tourist. And so really it came from a bit of a drive to be personally responsible for what I was doing, but also I wanted to gather the information from the RISE course so that I could then in turn share it with the locals that I will be recruiting for my business. So as a local, you'll come and work for local insights, but I want the locals to have that same base level of knowledge to be good hosts for their countries. Yeah. But then also the tourists, they need to have a base understanding of a culture that they go to. They need to understand what it's like to have, you know, a culture that is is maybe not theirs or, you know, how, how do you as, say, an American going into, uh, you know, a, a different country, you know, how do you approach that that spectrum of power? How do you approach in a way that is um, it's not just sustainability and, you know, greenwashing of things, but, you know, are you taking photos of children? Are the children happy for you to take photos of them? You know, are you riding an elephant in a place that is just bad for the elephant? So yeah. the information from the RISE course really is helping me shape my business and how I communicate those principles to the tourists that I will be um, engaging with and the locals that I'll be working with. Yeah. And so, was there one thing from your travels and and even learning what you've learned from the flagship certificate program that has really impacted you personally? Um, you know, part of my part of my master's program was was doing a you know a, an internship, if you will, um, mm -hmm. and I was able to travel to Rwanda for about a month. And I was coordinating with a, a local tour company there, uh, Red Rocks, if you haven't been, it's fantastic. I'll put a little plug for them. But I um, I was walking our, around Rwanda. Um, I was in the main capital city, Kigali, and then I was in a, in a smaller village. And it really, really struck me that I had never been the other in a culture. 
I had never been the one who looked different from everybody else. Mm. And really reflecting now upon that, I can remember walking down the street for three or four days in a row. And I was the only white person that was there. And it became very um, overwhelming to manage that. And so, you know, coming back from Rwanda and understanding, you know, some of those coursework that we had about um, decolonizing and inclusivity and having to understand where I fit in, in the larger world and the larger mm-hmm. scheme. Gosh, I can't imagine a more like impactful moment that I had. And then also being able to sort of reflect that back to the people that I see that are the other, whether it's, you know, other gender, other, you know, race, other, you know, culture, whatever that is, there's, yeah, it's just, it's very disorienting. And so then kind of tying all of this together with your business, the flow of getting your master's and going through the program, having this experience in your internship and knowing that, you know, you're going to be able to really help people connect differently at that local level. Why, why is this work so important to you? What's the why behind all of this? Oh gosh. Um, why do I do this? I, I really think I I said this to somebody once and they thought I was just a pipe dream and so silly. Um, I really think that if, we travel and we become friends that we can generate world peace, right? It sounds like, you know, the Miss America, the Miss America pledge, like I would, I would like world peace. But honestly, if you can learn something about another person, you connect with them and you are more likely to be nice to them, to be grateful for them, to advocate for them, to, you know, be a partner with them, to help when you need. And one person can do this, 20 people, a million people, an entire country, right? Like if we can just expand this, you know, one-on-one friendship in a way that just ripples out to the world, Mm -hmm. you know, the world's a better place. And so is that the legacy that you're looking to leave behind in this world? Oh, you know, legacy, that's such, it's such a loaded term, but I really would like to be remembered for making the world a better place. And I I don't know how exactly I'm going to do that, but tourism is the avenue that I'm going to be taking. So I I hope that my project succeeds. And if it doesn't, at the very least, I'll be a good tourist along the way. Well, I am sending you, and I know all of our listeners are sending you all of the best luck. And I think you do have a beautiful vision that can be really utilized. And so, you know, I think you've learned what you needed to learn along the way from your different studies and we're always learning, right? There's never a stop to that. So thank you so much for including us on a part of your journey. I thank you so much. And Rise has been really a great resource for me as a business owner and as a tourist. And I really would encourage anybody, even as um, just an individual person, to just check out some of the offerings and the resources they have, because um, it'll just make your experiences so much better. Mm, Thank you so much for sharing that and just kind of summarizing it for us and bringing us to the end of our journey today, Tracy. So if you... Thanks, Amy. 
Yeah. And if you've liked what Tracy has said about the Rise Travel Institute program, be sure to check out our website. And if you want to hear more inspiring stories like Tracy's, please subscribe, like, or comment. You can follow us at Rise Travel Institute on Facebook or Instagram. We're also on Twitter at Be a Rise Traveler. And remember, here at the Rise Travel Institute, we believe travel is a powerful tool for positive, transformative change. So if you're planning to study abroad, if you're thinking about maybe a gap year because you're in college, or really if you're just anyone who's wanting to travel the world in a sustainable way, we do encourage you to head on over to risetravelinstitute.org for more information on our educational courses and our upcoming certificate program. And we will be back soon again with another episode, but until then, keep roaming, keep learning, and continue to be a Rise Traveler. Bye-bye. This podcast is an extension of the Rise Travel Institute, a 501c3 nonprofit committed to empowering young travelers through educational programs, research, study tours, and scholarships. Visit risetravelinstitute.org to learn more.